hello and welcome to a very special episode of the Roll Better Pod podcast. Rather, podcast. Podcast. I've already fucked it up. We're saying pod podcast. We're, we're recording a podcast today. I'm um, having that's... a great time. <laughs> Wait, is that Pob, as in the popular 1980s Channel 4 character that was a puppet that spat on the screen? Isn't Pob also one of the ones from In the Night Garden? No. Is there a Pob in that? Same no? company. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, Perkins, with the Perkins, you've got kids. Is Pob, Pob still a thing? Uh, pass. Okay. <laughs> this is why we have you here to answer the hard hitting questions that Britain needs answers for. So, I'm, we're going to leave this in, by the way. <laughs> Welcome to Roll Bit of Podcast. We are joined by, as I've alluded to, Jamie Perkins and Bryce Johnson. Welcome, guys. Uh, hello. How are um, things? It, it, yeah, as, as we've discussed a little bit beforehand, that things are a bit weird. But um, it's it's all it's all going to be fine because it's all very good. It's weird not being together. I miss you guys, man. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> I went out and bought snacks for everyone today. <laughs> you bastard! Sitting here surrounded by crisps and bags of sweets, just saying, "Yeah, but anyone wants any? Help yourself." I got fucking loads. But yes, um, it is weird not having takeaways with the lads, and also. I don't really want to order a takeaway because then I just feel like I'm kind of not following what I've been told. Don't interact with people. I'll have a pizza. Well, I mean, that was going to be one of my questions. Is should we all order a takeaway at the same time and hope that they all arrive at about the same time? So I had a Papa John's on Tuesday and it was the weirdest experience I've had ordering pizza. Did they put the pizza down and like, then walk 10 feet away and then like, let you um, come and get the yeah, pizza? Yeah, basically, on a plinth of boxes, <laughs> step back wow. about 10, uh, 10 feet. Wait for you to come out, pick up said boxes, and then just like thumbsed up from across the drive. <laughs> I'm holding pizza boxes. I can't give you any recommendation. For me, it was properly. For me, it was properly passive aggressive because I opened the door to them, and then he was like showing me the boxes, and he was like, "Yes, this is." I ordered the boxes, and then he walked away from me, put them on a wall, and was like, "They're there. Go get them," and then walked off. <laughs> like... I've delivered them most of the way. The rest is up to you. Fare thee well, and disappear. I'm going to bring them close, and then take. Take them away from you. I and will beat you out of the house. <laughs> the that best would have been if he just carried on running. Yeah. <laughs> they Got should back have to, to pay car. you back a little bit of the delivery charge then, because they haven't delivered all the way, so they owe you a couple of pence. That, that, that is how that works, legally. Yeah, yeah, yeah I have and heard that. If he just kept on running, you couldn't catch him, because you've already done your one allocated exercise for the day. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't... Oh no, I've been outside once, I can't get my pizzas off the... <laughs> Ah, oh, well, that was, what, like, four minutes just on fucking <laughs> takeaways? Um, we're talking about the errata, though. In, in all, That's the official focus of this episode. That's the party line. Um, <laughs> I've lost my... I've completely lost my train of thought now. Um, fucking useless. Yeah, well, this this is this is our style, though. This is what people come to well, listen to, this it's, shit. It's more your style, but... um. How about, Matthew, we go with our usual hobby progress and we invite our guests to weigh in. I assume that was Barry doing that, so I've just kind of waited now. Bryce, Jamie, what have you been up to hobby-wise? Um, I am famously a hobbier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well known. Uh, He's like their dad. Yes. Yeah. We're basically let's, the same let's person. Let's get me. 
<laughs> we like I'll, I'll come back I'll, I'll get it in a little bit like <laughs> yeah do a little I, bit of painting now we'll come back to you my my hobby work consists of receiving two of my champions back from my commission painter Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is very hobby yeah 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 um and uh so i went for what did I go for rangosh first and then pete second i'm having all of my slayers red so nice. he's got he's got law sand next so we're gonna have team red done Nice. We're going to be moving on to the uh, to the maelstroms next. So, it's black is the black is the color I have everything done. If you see my positions, just oh, that's not a really weird one. I suppose it's not, but um, um, everything has got tabs of black on it. So all of my slayers are going to have red and black. The um, the maelstroms are going to have yellow and black. Guardians are going to be blue and black, etc. Nice. Particular so, reason for the black, or just that's what you've always. I had? just I just I just have everything I have is black apparently. It used to be everything I have is red, and then black started coming into it slowly. And I think it, the morticians were the tipping point where everything was more black than red, and now everything's black. <laughs> it's just his jam. Also had a Death Company Blood Angels army a couple of years ago, obviously black. Strong. I haven't I haven't touched any of my gods here yet. I've played a few games, but I haven't actually started painting any, which is a shame because the models do look because they're so big and sort of kind of cartoonish. It looks like they'd be a, they'd be a lot of fun to paint. Yeah, uh, apparently, uh, Rangosh is really, apparently uh, taking this to probably second hand. Well, this, let me tell you about this comic I haven't read. Uh, this, uh, <laughs> uh, apparently, Rangosh is really good fun to paint, uh, but he didn't enjoy painting Pete quite as much. But the idea of Red Goblin is very amusing. That's true. Yeah, bit bit different. John, are you painting any of your uh, the green skins from it? Uh, no, I've not painted anything. I've not done any hobby. I've played computer games. Classic. That's me. Uh, I looked at more Kickstarters. <laughs> I kickstarted those 3D. Oh, what's the fucking name? Yokohama models or whatever they're called. I've got some of their other stuff before. They're like 54 mil orcs, and now they've made a savage orc army. Well, oh, yeah. DT Creations. Thank you. That's the one. It's Yokohama mm. models or something. The guy that commissioned paints for them. But yeah, I've bought them. They, hopefully, they arrive maybe one day. Not this year. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? All, all I've done is undercoat shepherds. Hopefully I might put some paint on them tomorrow. Actually, I lie as well. I did get uh, one of my models out to continue painting, but he didn't. didn't. He's, on the, he's on the painting wheel and just never moved. It's the Forge World Bloodthirster, the top half of him. He's just sat on the... Yep. Just the just the top half. You paint paint the legs ever? Don't know. We've got to get rid of get the top half done first, surely. Just have them coming out of a portal. It's fine. Well, paint goes downwards. So if you just paint the top half, it will flow down and paint the bottom. Right? Yeah, you paint science. The that sounds right. like science. Yeah. How much of this blood thirst have you painted, John? Just a tip. Yay! <laughs> Yay. Um, Dan, have you done anything? I haven't. Uh, I bought some A before lockdown happened. Oh, nice! Yes, we did. We had Dan and I had a lovely uh, day trip down to um, Dice Saloon in Brighton a little bit before the lockdown happened to try and chuck some money at them to keep, help keep them afloat over the uh, over the lockdown period because they're in the middle of a relocation as well at the moment. So they were a little bit precar- precarious. So we went down and chucked some money at them for some Aristea. Yeah, but that, I, I've spent money. That that's my hobby. Well, I, I built the I built the Oni eight ball that I bought for um, for Aristea, and I've also made some little sheep 
harvest markers for my shepherds and the little one that's just a pile of poop for when babe does droppings yes uh, I, I that, the poop marker. yeah gotta have a poop marker but that's it so i think despite the lockdown we've not not none of us have done a great deal of hobby despite all this extra theoretical hobby time well i've been to be fair i've been uh, trying to work from home but been very very ill so failing yeah fair enough but it's it's gonna fall like a set of dominoes when it's when it happens oh, he says just, your hobby's not gonna know what hit it watch Correct. this space <laughs> that vibrating paint mix is gonna get so much use <laughs> it, <laughs> it already is, is true. barry's been locked up at home for several days now it's already getting a lot of use <laughs> um i think i should buy you one matthew you seem obsessed <laughs> with putting your penis on my paint mix. <laughs> not with me putting my penis on it just the fact that you definitely are Sure, sure, cool, 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 cool. I mean, you can't buy no, me no. one, mate. I'd never leave my room. <laughs> Good heavens. <laughs> oh, What's going anyway. on here? Oh, I don't know if you've heard, uh, no, I've not heard, Bryce. Uh, Barry got a vibrating paint pot mixer. It's like this it's, little... It's the Vortex top. paint mixer. It's... It's this little number uh-huh. that you put a paint pot onto and it vibrates and then it shakes up the paint. But that, well, that's what he tells us it's for. It's definitely <laughs> just a marital aid. It is fantastic. It really is fantastic for certain certain brands of paints are notoriously tricky to actually mix. And you can put the metal balls in and it still doesn't work. But this thing, just in a few seconds, it's done and you can start using the paint and it's great. Oh, Matt still can't keep a straight face. He's like balls. He said in a few seconds it's done. I'm in my own little world of just like. <laughs> Especially because the, uh, the. What was it? It's in that same the, the paints are classically. What's the consistency of them? Uh, jizz paints. Yeah, there we go. Jizz paints. There we go. It's pigment mixed with sperm. So all I can think of is things like the shake weight at this point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's very accurate as to what he's trying to achieve. <laughs> He's had to walk away. I'm about to move the mic away from my face. This is what Push to Talk was designed for. The, the shake weight paint mixer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right, okay, I'm back. I'm focused. It's it's not even that funny. It's just I find it incredibly funny for not really any just... Uh, oh, okay. Should we talk about some Guild Ball? What? Oh, yeah, shit. Um, okay, so... <laughs> I've called you all here today because an errata is happening. And um, some of it is really, really cool and interesting and needed. And some of it I have questions. Like, <laughs> like why? But we'll get to that. Um, do you want, should we just do this alphabetically? Because it's not quite as big as... Can we do it not... alphabetically by guild? Because that's what it is on the thing. I was going to say, can we, yeah, can we do it yeah, the I way that... alphabetically by guild, not by player. But I'm not, I wasn't going to go through alphabetically by player. That would be insanity. <laughs> that's definitely how I took that. Yeah, fair enough. Um, uh, I haven't recorded with you guys for a while. I forgot what this was like. <laughs> like everyone else seems to be belt? very ordered and they have like a really good idea of where they're going to go and how the conversation is going to go. Barely organized chaos. <laughs> I would say it's organized chaos without the organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, strong. Yeah. We are the feral podcast. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm definitely here in a loincloth, let's put it that way. Um, who is tapping away at keys in the background? Because make your keys quieter. Negative. Not... Uh, maybe, maybe that, that was, was me. Barry. 
posting a picture of a Vortex paint mixer in the chat. <laughs> and then Perkins doing something else. I don't understand why any of what's happening is happening. Oh, for fuck's sake. Sorry. Perkins, <laughs> the gift Perkins has posted is of, is of a young lady operating two shake weights at once. <laughs> it's just... Oh, right. <laughs> so should we start with Soma? Someone take over a minute. <laughs> should we start with Vertka? Because he's the first on the thing. Okay, Dan, after Why? Because she's got the arms of someone using a shake weight. What? I can't breathe. So Vertka. Um... <laughs> Thank uh, fuck this has happened. Jesus, um, I've, uh, I, words, um, I, is, pass. What's changed? So, first of <laughs> is the relevant piece of information, Dan. Yes, I mean, reduced to one condition damage from two condition damage. And is there anything else on the card that's changed? Playbook at all? I'm gonna have to go find my app so I can compare. I don't think, I think so. Anything else? I think it was just that, wasn't it? He just needed like a little tickle. His burst of, yeah, just as there was only two things changed on Vetcat. So, wait, the burst of fumes was one. What was the other? Uh, the move, the, the move came down from um, six eight to five eight. Oh, yes, uh, okay. So, his jog's a little bit slower now. I actually missed that. Yeah, that, that's cool. It was he, the, he the intent, yeah. The intent is to just make his speed, um, just make it so he has to charge more. Yes, because that makes us, sense. you know, less it makes him less efficient, you know. Yeah, it's a way. Midas's lure is less. Sorry, oh. I was just going to say it's a way of blunting his output without having to, like, play with his playbook at all. It's just you, you tickle him his potential down a little bit just by making him less efficient, which makes which makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I loved him. I'm not going to, you know, beat around the bush, but. I've said it on previous apps that it did. It felt great when you went in there for like the first two swings, and then it didn't. You felt like a bad man. So, this seems very sensible. You enjoyed it though, Baz. Yeah, like, I did. I'm not gonna lie. I yeah, it. like it, it. It just brings his damage down um, a little bit and makes him less efficient. Like he still, he still does a phenomenal, phenomenal yeah. amount of damage. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, but and he still gets all his other tech as well. We were finding it was it's it was less Vetcat and it was more Vetcat and Soma or Vetcat and Midas. That ability to drag them around or dodge them around. The changes to Soma have really made that you that choice you've now got to make between extending threat or extending damage, increasing damage. That's very relevant and that feels mm. like a great choice because before I had all of my toys and it didn't seem as fair. I do like the fact that the damage has been reduced off of the area of effect rather than the playbook. Yes. So he still yeah. feels like he like kills a model, uh, but rather than when you are like getting the perfect storm of him him killing that one and all the others. Yeah, yeah. he gets the Hulk smash, Absolutely. but not Hulk smash in a fucking. Unless you can manage to hit ground, pound, in which case you're still laughing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Up and don't hit that. I mean, everyone's screwed anyway. Pretty much. But that's kind of that's okay. Like that's yeah. his thing. Yeah, it's fine. I, I'll be honest, I've never managed it. And it's not, I, and I haven't cared, you know. There is almost nothing worse than when your opponent, like, charges with them, and then they roll all the dice, and they take longer to do the math than you do. And you're just <laughs> sitting there, and you're like... 
oh, I hope he's just a bad player. Hope he doesn't realize. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Or you, se- or you celebrate, and he goes, "What?" I um, I think it's weird because Vetcat, even before these changes, didn't feel like Vetcat was busted. It more felt like Vetcat just got silly winning combination with Soma. I mean, in, in when it was with Midas, and Midas was able to um, lure of gold Vetcat to extend his threat range. Yeah, that that was pretty silly. Um, I still don't think Midas should be able to target the same model with Lyric Gold twice, but no, that's another discussion. Um, but it, it was the addition of Raging Inferno being one influence, or Raging Fire, sorry, to give them Inferno, being one influence. So that meant that on your first turn, if you wanted to, you could get Vet Cat six additional inches upfield and give him the damage buff that, he, that made him absolutely bonkers. And I think just that change on uh soma of, of raging fire going to two influence so you can't do both of those things right on the right off the bat on the kick already brings vet cat well sort of well in line with where he needs to be in a soma team i mean i think that's definitely accurate like it just like the intention isn't to obviously is never that we don't want to see a model anymore it's just bring him down just a little bit but like we still want to see him on the pitch like yeah absolutely it's a shame really the history of veteran catalyst has always been that he's been uh kind of a bit overpowered or he's just been nowhere near good enough and he's never seen play and we're just hoping that this little sort of light touch is going to bring him to a position where he's a very good solid but considered choice Mm. i really hope so because it's such a cool model as well it's that it's one of those really big centerpiece models All, all the 50 mil models really do draw a lot of attention when they're on the field when because they're so much bigger and beefier. Um, yeah. So it would be a shame if, if, you know, he wasn't on the field as much. And I, But I, looking at that, I still think this is a really, really good model to have in the 12 and the 6 indeed. I would say so. I, I think he's, place, I think he's very solid. Yeah. Was there any consideration? Because a lot of people um, had the thought of... Um, taking off Venomous Strike as being a sort of good way to tone down his ability to just wipe people out on his own by needing setup from the other huge amount of conditions that the Elkless team can put out, but that he wouldn't necessarily be able to do it himself. Was there any sort of consideration that that might be something you would have done to him? Really? Like, it was something we did look at, but we, generally speaking, we like that Basically, every alchemist model throws out infinity conditions. Mm. You know, like that's very a very deliberate part of their design. Um, and so we didn't want to. I don't know. It wasn't something we really wanted to mess with too much mm. on that front. Mm. No, that's fair enough. Like again, this wasn't me. That's not me saying this is the wrong change you've made to him. Curiosity, because I think for a lot of people, Venomous Strike was something they thought of um, changing. But I actually think the tweaks that you've made probably do, you know, bring him down where he needs to be. But like you say, don't don't remove that alchemist's focal point of everyone being able to chuck out a condition in some way. Absolutely, like that's that's the intent at least, and I, th- I think we've I think we've had it pretty yeah, I think so. well. I think so. I agree. I keep thinking, oh, I'm really excited to try out all these new models that have been changed. Just looking down the list, and then I'm, and now it's to the point where, oh, I need to, 
like wait and hope that Vassal gets updated or uh, or no, I oh, know actually, suppose you can still just play these over Vassal. You just use your own cards rather than the ones that are on on Vassal. So actually, you can still play these even with. Vassal. Yeah, you can absolutely yeah. still play these. Like, good because I've got things I want to test. Um, <laughs> we can't really talk about Catalyst without Soma because for me that's that's the biggest change. Mm-hmm. Lucky he's well, next. <laughs> the fact that he's got a four inf cap and that both his plays used to equal four inf and now equal five inf means you have to pick. Do you extend your team or catalyst's threat or do you increase someone's damage? And having the choice, I like it. It felt crazy when I could do both. I could just control every situation, put my big, big scary model wherever I wanted it with extra damage. It felt naughty. And then I went mm-hmm. and killed two models. Um, and we've done the maths quite a lot on this. And so having the Raging Fire back on Catalyst puts him back to where he was on yes. his own, which is still fantastic. But it mm-hmm. isn't that that one extra point of damage just did all the difference. It really did shift massively all the difference. Yeah, yeah. It's especially big into and, um, teams like Brewers where they've got a lot of tough hide because yeah. putting conditions yeah. just eats away at those health pools. Just forces you to do a little bit more setup if you want to do it, like and and spend the extra resources on Soma to get Raging Fire out if you want to have that combo and that mm-hmm. like ton of like AOE damage, um, which we think is. Again, like it's it's allowed to be there, but it just was a bit too easy beforehand, you know. Agreed. I also really it's like with the Soma change the fact that now you are choosing between Nitro and Raging Fire. If you want to be in commas, like efficient about it, um, often you're not going to put four on him. So yes, it makes the legendarying into Numa slightly worse. Because there are going to be sometimes where the game changes mid term where you're going to want to legendary Numa, but you've only put three or two on him. Yes. Which is nice. I think uh, it makes more of a decision. I think, I think it's one of the most interesting changes possibly we've ever done in a model in terms of it's an incredibly small change in terms of like the like literally one number has changed on that entire card. Mm. But that has such a huge effect on the game, you know. Absolutely, definitely. Now that we now that we've finished being serious about this model as well, I'm now going to make Bryce shit himself live on the Roll Better podcast by oh, telling him that I've spotted a typo in this card. <gasps> Where? Oh no! Did it, Where? Uh, the gentleman of the Roll Better podcast. Are you aware that there are two types of quotation marks? My God, are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, there are. I've spotted it as well. Oh, Jesus so Christ. The six-inch pulse under nine yeah. has a different set of quotations slash speech or whatever you want to call it. The, the, oh, uh, my the, God. The, oh, yeah. Denominator. Uh, then it does on the rest of the... Right. What the hell no, are you no, doing? No, no, no. Not just that. Not just that. The six-inch pulse there. It's got the same one as the Raging Fire yeah. 6, but on the 1 and the 6 in the text of Nitro, they're different. And, they're the round the two And the 2-inch of this enemy model, that's all oh, different. No. Why the hell is the consistency? Uh, I You've heard resign. of editors, right? He's going to be <laughs> sick in his mouth. <laughs> resign live on air. I have ruined Guild Ball forever. There's just, you know... 
I no, can't wait for the Discord to get hold of it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm sure this is going to make someone quit the game. Like, chances are. No, obviously Me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a thing we went to. Nobody really cares. There's a thing we went through at the start of going into season four when we did doing all of the, of the um, editing work on the, on the rule book. And the editor that we were working with at the time was like, you should really be using different quotation like okay, I guess. And then painst- painstakingly <laughs> went through every single card in the entire game and changed all the quotation. By the end okay. of it, Tom, our graphic designer was like a fucking hate quotation mark. <laughs> <laughs> Weird that the editor was so intense about the quotation marks. Apparently, like if you're if you're really big into writing, this is a really important thing that you use them properly. Because um, you're not, not supposed to. Use, you're, you're, not, you're supposed to use. You're supposed to use straight quotation marks when you are um, stating a number, like like six inches, for instance. It's supposed to be the straight one. Uh, it's really important point of people that are really big into writing. So. That's an interesting note. I did not know. Thrilling. Think, Thank you for I, your contribution. I, 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 no one cares. <laughs> no, I really like no, no, no one cares in the slightest. I, just, right, <laughs> I care. I care. It made Bryce grumpy, so it was extra double good. Um, yeah. Oh, I quit right on air. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. That's the title of the uh, podcast. Roll better. Yeah. Bryce quits live on air. <laughs> <laughs> that'll, get, that'll get the punters in. <laughs> oh, thanks, Perkins. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad I can contribute to this conversation. <laughs> so, <laughs> moving on. Um, moving on past the third card, I wonder if we can find any more. Well, <laughs> on to Numa, you have made it so it cannot heal. What was. Were you finding people were just keeping me in the game the whole time and that wasn't. So we felt Numa generally was so Numa as a design thing was intended to be like a, a one shot missile, Absolutely, right? Yeah. Like Numa was intended to go in, punch someone to death, and then immediately get taken out. So they trade. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Um. And that we just found that wasn't happening. Like um, against some. So particularly when when uh, Numa was facing very footbally teams like a like a Yukai or um, like even miners sometimes, um, they were those teams were struggling to actually remove you uh, to remove uh, Numa mm. just because they don't have that kind of like even ten health in a turn when you can heal eight with momentum can actually be quite difficult for those teams to achieve and so they're having to deal with. Um, more they're having to deal with Numa more than on that one turn. So sometimes they were getting two or three turns of of having to deal with Numa, and like I feel like if Numa's on the on the pitch for three turns, you you win. Like if you're playing Alchemist and Numa's on the pitch for three turns, that means at the very least three models are dead. You know, <laughs> like that, that's that's also got everyone else is just sitting on their hands. Yeah, exactly. Like. Um, and so generally we felt Numa, like, because the thing was, because we were also bringing down um, Soma and Catalyst, and we didn't want to overshoot, really, with Numa. Mm. And so the only place that we really wanted to touch it, because, like, most teams in the game can do 10 damage in a turn, right? Like, that's that's pretty easy for, for almost everyone. Most captains but can we, do it on their own. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's a lot of... There's, like most squaddies, or certainly a lot of squaddies, can do eight pretty easily, and with any sort of damage buff or anything, 
10 is very achievable. Like in the case of most captains, as you say, it's just walk up and spend five or six influence and you do 10 damage. Um, and that's fine because Numa is supposed to be a missile that trades. Like it's a, you guarantee, pretty much guarantee a kill on whatever you're attacking. But after that, they immediately get taken out. So it's kind of a two point trade. So it's up to the Alchemist player to not just send Numa in willy nilly. Like they need to think a little bit more about where they're applying that pressure. Mm. And ideally, they're looking to maybe get a six a six VP activation if they can get a goal with them as well. I was going to say he really is a fantastic six point activation captain. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's that's fine because as long as you can take that out afterwards, like there were a lot of captains in the game can get six VP activations. You know what I mean? Mm. And again, that that also comes back to if you haven't legendary, but you think you might want to, then you're four stacking them, and then if you are four stacking Soma. You're, you're then sort of choosing between what you're doing with the character plays, or are you saving all four to just make shitloads of attacks and completely destroy one, maybe even two people, depending on how well you do. Exactly. Nice. Um, and I've just had a quick scan, and it looks like all of the quotation marks on the back of Numa's card are okay, so that's, that's <laughs> good that we can... Just going to tick that off. <sighs> I, I have to say, you know, I was playing Alchemists for the, for the last little while, and I've enjoyed it, but it's felt a bit naughty. I really like these changes. I have to make a decision. I like having to have that decision. So thanks. It's good. Choices are I'm good. Glad. Choices are where the fun is. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I think I think those are basically the the changes that alchemists probably needed. I don't know if there's anyone else really in in alks that people have been crying out that needs needs changing. And I know that you guys are kind of looking to make as few changes as possible and and make just make sort of observations if something does seem like it's either doing too well or not doing enough and not be too um not make rushed or snap decisions to to tickle a model up or down i mean we can talk about that a little bit because we you mentioned midas earlier people will be probably asking about like wondering about why we didn't look at midas and make a change there i mean we mm. did we talked about him quite a bit um, but as I said, this is this is an errata of very much measured changes, and we just we reckoned. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Bryce. We reckoned that the issues with Midas were most um, at their most uh, at their worst, basically, when they were involved involving VCAT, who we've also changed. So um, yeah. we're hoping that the change there to VCAT will mean that we don't need to make a change to Midas. Okay, yeah, that's that basically. Sorry, I'm just going to have to go and shut the door. I think Elena's left the door open because a cat has just wandered into my house and we don't have a cat. That so... sounds like the opposite of a problem. Yeah. Oh. I'm just going to have to deal with that for one second. Can you leave well, your no, mic so we can Now you have a cat, that's how it works. That's fine, it gives, gives me more chances to find shake weight gifts. <laughs> if we all listen really carefully, in the background, we're gonna, like John said, we're going to hear Bryce fighting a cat. <laughs> like, like smashes and screeches and gay for like versus Grange <laughs> Thresher, surely he wasn't he Thresher. Bryce, who do you most identify with as a Guild Wars player? Uh, buckwheat. There you go. Buckwheat versus Scum. I think Buckwheat ass. loses that. I think so. Um. <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I, I think that's fair enough. It just feels very strange that we've got a Guild Ball errata and 
Midas isn't getting changed. It's just we actually considered putting him in just for that. Like <laughs> what with no changes on the card. No, just change like, yeah, his or position just, like, or something. Maybe change maybe change some quotation marks, like yeah. that's the thing we care about now. No, in, on full elimination, <laughs> it says it may remove the burning or poison condition. You should just change it to it should it can remove the poison or burning condition. And then technically the card has changed. Could you actually add that in for me now? Like that's gotta be or just troll the fuck out of them and actually just change the art. No, just no. give it like just... give him glasses. <laughs> give him a Van Dyke. Yeah, give Incorrect. him <laughs> Put it in the update and just don't change anything but pretend like you have. And just in the article just say we made these changes because XYZ and just don't change anything. I don't know Midas is actually probably one of the only ones you can't change the art on, isn't it? Because it's that Correct. fella from the Kickstarter. It's that bloke. And Michael Michael Rivero? Yeah. Sounds about right. Increase the size of the skull Solar. and his hitboxes by 3%. Let's see if anyone notices. I wonder if that guy's still playing the game. I don't think so. Oh, that's a shame. I wish, I wish I'd known then. Hindsight. I wish I'd known. Oh, what? Because you would have thrown big money at Yeah, I'd have thrown dollars. And then Midas would have been fat and bald. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But then you wouldn't have, because like, you didn't know at that point that you were going to get this deep into the game, did you? Well, no. Hindsight this is deep a into the game, game slash also win an alchemist team in a raffle. Correct. <laughs> so <laughs> what we've learned is that Barry needs to go for that option and any future Kickstarters just on the off chance that he really likes. Yes, seems good. Yeah. Seems good. You, you dealt with your cat problem yet, Bryce? Yeah, it's 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 gone. It ran it basically ran away as soon as I, like there's tons of cats around here, because um, in the new house, like we've seen literally like half a dozen cats outside. If you could give me an address, that'd be great. Um... <laughs> if you remind me at the end of the show, I've got a a good but dark story about a cat. For on podcast or off podcast? I will let you decide. <laughs> Keeping it on? Oh no! If if this is a story, I think I think it's I think it's an off podcast. I don't think that's you've you've heard the story, bro. So yeah, it's that one. I mean, yeah, I you've heard some of the crap we keep on the pod, so I think we can probably. <laughs> um, I mean, all the shake weight stuff is staying in. So anyway, burnish, um, burnish. I really like the changes because I really hated it when his um, flame belch got um, toned down to the what was it two damage for a while. Because that felt to me like something really big that Burnish was able to do was to dish out a bit, a couple of big hits for three damage. Were they three damage at first, and now and then they went down to two? And yeah, they were three totaling up to four. Yes. Yeah, they used to be three, and and it was it's that that number is actually one of the most frustrating. Like, so in Guild Ball, a lot <laughs> of the time you get really frustrated at numbers, right? Because there are not a lot of models, and Burnish is one where like on that character play as it was before two is too few damage but three is too much yeah so you really want that to be two and a half and perkins won't let me and perkins won't let me do that yet so yeah so i'm having to work around that um by this is basically where we ended up because we it was that two before and we were like okay we'll test that that's cool and then we tested it and it was too good at three because again people were just tooling them up mm -hmm. and 
like blasting 12 damage at people from 100 miles away and it just kind of felt like that wasn't what the model was no. intended to do you know absolutely and as think... I'm, just, I'm just saying from a thematic perspective decimal points don't exist in the guild boy universe so yeah. that, the other one is that can is that canon now? Does Sherwin have to abide by the fact that decimal points do not exist in the community? He's, he's not going to be happy about it, but yes, it's canon. Okay. <laughs> awesome. The other one that Perkins won't let me do is put in odd number text. Well, so, I mean, like, I've, I've tried... Well, technically, And well, I've, I've... No, 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 it's the Rangers. It's the Rangers. Kick dice is fine. It's the Rangers. It's the Rangers. Kick dice is fine, yeah. yeah. Not, and we don't count Football Legend. But, like, print, oh, print, you just conveniently omitting that. As print, <laughs> on the, as print on the kick stat must be an even number. See, I really want some odd number kick kick ranges, just because I think they they look amusing when they're on the card. I'd love I'd love to have a striker like Shearer with four seven printed. You're an even yeah, number it. volume like... guy, aren't you, bro- uh, Perkins? I'm basically, uh, I mean, considering I'm basically a robot and I live in binary, so yeah. <laughs> the fact you have like, does the fact you have three kids, like, does that annoy you or stop it? <laughs> 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 I wish I could I round you up. I can't do four, man. I, I, just, I just can't. Oh but four is, four is a better number. Four is not a prime number. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not taking this any further. <laughs> He's gonna start sparking in a minute. He'll just start doing that weird sort of. He's not gonna be happy about this, is he? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. To be fair, you owed him one for the uh, for the quotation mark, so I think it's one all at the moment. <laughs> um, but I, I get the change to OPT. I, I mean, I really would like to be able to dish out freaking twelve damage or fifteen if you tooled him up. But that might get silly. If no, it would Bernie... would get silly. If not, I might. It would be done. Did. Well... Uh... You got to you got to hit it. You got to hit it. Two dice. So only I mean, yeah, two and dice, then seventy five. Then Cinder goes in and kills whatever you hit. Like three models. It just it's crazy. You just, you just where's your sense of fun, Barry? <laughs> <laughs> Let me freaking one two punch people with Burnish and Cinder. Let me just kill three models outright from full. And there is a second change on the card as well. Yes. Uh, reduction no longer gives people burning. This is yeah. good. Also, isn't it? It's an eight, two inch AOE, wasn't it? One inch before. No, oh, I'm looking no, at it now. Oh, it's no, two it two. oh, I'm thinking of reinforced plating. Yep, I'm just mixing it up. Yeah, that's pretty uh, awesome. I mean, for for me, it hasn't changed whether Burnish is going to be a captain. He's not a captain for me. The fact that 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 being said, the fact that his flame belt has gone up to four damage is fantastic because I was only getting one off anyway because he's not a captain. So, overall, that's just a great change. It means you don't need to give him any influence now to get out the same damage you got by giving two influence before. You can just chuck yeah. out the legendary or... Yeah, I mean, you're only going to get that the once. But if you give him the three, you walk up, you knock someone down, blast them for four damage, or hit them, you know, do whatever. Then eventually, And then your other models, which we'll get to, do the damage. Mm. I think the the change... It's it's really nice because those matchups where you have Burnish, Burnish is a real sort of cornerstone piece. Like for example, into Morticians, or if you're playing into a full ham football team and you want to try and bunker people up around um, Iron, for example, 
where you have you have um, burnish for those matchups. To be able to take burnish for that and still dish out a once per turn, uh, sorry, once per game big hit of four damage, it's just a quite a nice little tweak. I really do like it. Mm, yeah. This, this just... made the lament configuration even better. Yeah. Uh. I don't think I don't think there's any other changes. Was there in burnish? I think that's about it. No. Yeah. That was it. Nice. Um, okay, so we need to talk about cast <laughs> because cast has a once per turn mom seven on two. It's crazy, and I love it because <laughs> if you've got if you've got Captain Furnace who has tooled her up and popped the legendary, she yeah she has mom seven on two, but it's OPT. You don't need the legendary. You well uh, you do because it's hasn't she not got. No, they, oh, no she's the got person just needs to be burning. She needs she's to be tooled up. She's mom oh seven on two. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so you just need you do just need the um, the tooled up. I thought it was the um, no, and burning. you've got but no, both Cinders yeah. turning her on. You've got Burnish turning her on. You've got Furnace turning her on. She Christ. is she's fantastic. I've always liked Cast, always, and yeah. now has she? Is she now my favorite player? Oh. I mean, um, she's got a lot of what you love. She's very can... dodgy, great kickstart, and now she does big damage as well. I, I just love her. Like she got, she's quick. <laughs> that she's ability to jank the ball off people when they don't expect it, and then dodge to get it and get a stupid goal she doesn't deserve. Brilliant. And then if all of that's going wrong, fine. Have mom seven. Shut the fuck up. I love it. <laughs> It's not even just that because, like, because you can on your first hat you could do uh, two up to three, set them on fire, shield glare, yeah. defense down, and then you get to do the mom seven. It's really nice, oh, and so her good. her overall playbook damage has gone up as well because the three's gone up to a four. Yeah, and because now you don't have to take the influence to shield glare someone, you just get it built into your mom too. It means yeah. you're going to be more likely to hit that four. Absolutely, it's so good. Before she, I felt... just like the idea as well of being able to throw out three shield glares because, as you said, you never took it when it was on its own because it was pretty pointless. But now it's combined with the two. You go in and you fucking seven someone if you hit it, and you don't. You're not worried about the counter attack or something. Dodge off, go and do some somewhere else, and then just go. Two damage if you're tooled up. Three shield glare, three shield glare, three shield glare. Fine, all of you. Fuck you lot. Minus one attack, minus one defense. <laughs> yeah. It. It's so good. She, she Before, <laughs> she was in this weird spot where everyone else did... She did lots of jobs that everyone else did. She could be a really good striker. She could have a good damage output. She could be really fast, that kind of thing. Or she had some nice debuffs. But there was someone else... Who did it better? Because all the all the other apprentices had specialised, and she was jack of all trades, master of fuck all. But now, it feels like she's jack of all trades and master of all trades. Nobody else gets trades. All the trades are mine. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's yeah, she's gone from I probably don't. She's one of the easiest drops from the twelve to when might I not want her in the six? I just love her. I really like the. Um... Hey. Like trying to. I think that's really interesting, considering. Sorry. No, no, go on. Go, go, Bryce. We have you on the podcast for a reason. Sorry. I'm here all Sorry. the time. I'm just gonna say, I think it's really interesting because I saw. I don't think I ever saw cast before 
you know? Yeah, sure. I do take her quite regular. Really? Well, I, yeah. I think Especially... at the start we all tried, didn't we? Because we all really liked Cast, and we realised whatever Cast could do, someone else would do oh, better. Yeah, it was when she got swift strikes, that's when she became my girl. Mm. That's when I really started using it. And in the Lament configuration, she was my goal scorer and... Well, like, Captain Farris gets the goal, Cast probably gets a goal, and you're getting two takeouts when they come to try and get the ball. But her speed was incredible, her damage was inc was pretty good, and now it's even better. Um, what's not to like? Uh, she's great. It's pretty uh, insane how that one small change of just combining the two result. I mean, it, I mean, it sounds bigger now that I say it, but it is a relatively small change. You've just... Yeah. I mean, you you see on a number of these that like we've definitely tried to go for like I'm I'm gonna like make myself feel clever here, but we've definitely tried to go for the the biggest impact change with the smallest like the smallest actual changes on the card because you don't want to change a card that much because that so like clever. that just makes things more difficult for people, right? Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah, so we we wanted to try. I mean, I think Numa and Soma are another perfect example where we wanted to make a big change, like a reasonably big change to how the model plays on the table, without having to go in and like. Um, so the term we use internally is because when when we are editing something on a card, we highlight it in red to show it's been edited. Mm. Um, so we, the term we use is trying not to spread red all over the card. Like you want as little red on a card as possible, but you want that red to have a big effect. You know? Mm. Yeah, it makes sense. That's yeah. definitely what we did with cast as well. Oh, she's so good. So when this Sorry. went down, did anyone just go uh, mom, mom seven on two? <sighs> good, isn't it? Yeah, it's only once, Barry. Like, it's not a big deal. Like the thing is, it's only once, and like I, I feel like a lot of blacksmith apprentices get that. Like that's not that's not out of the ordinary for a blacksmith apprentice. Oh, I don't know. They get. I mean, a lot of them can get to a seven. I don't know if they can get it on two. Yeah, and it's the the ability to hit it on the charge with wrap. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's, that's it's what I'm going to be aiming for, just is to be it, a douche. Even not the Mon 7, even if you just look at tooling her up. Like, yeah, absolutely, on yeah, you're right. Up, you've got your first attack, you can take two up to three shield glaven. Yeah. I, I don't know if we've yeah. talked about it, because I stepped away briefly, but she is also ridiculously count, uh, tanky to counterattacks now. because Yeah, she, yeah. No, I was going to talk she's, about counterattacks uh, after. The counterattacks are so, so fucking funny. She's neg one from the new passive bright shields on the back. Yeah. Neg one from the uh, shield glare, probably four two. Good luck getting any result. <laughs> no, I, I can't wait for it to be when you charge the striker and they think you fucked up. So you charge the striker uh -huh. with attack four and just try and stay within. Like it doesn't fucking matter if they're on one or whatever. And then you go, yeah, fine. I'm gonna take the uh, one three uh, shield glare. Your face. Oh yeah, your counterattack. Yeah, cool. You're at minus two dice. Have your two. I've got one armor. Thanks. Yep. Cool. My go. Thanks. Hope you have a really good disengage on one. <laughs> so your first attack can do mom three shield glare. They're then at minus one defense, so all your other attacks are hitting much easier. And then your second one, when you hit that, can be uh, mom three, mom three, uh, mom 
No, because then because then they should be on. F- oh no, she's not got Searing Strike. She's not got it. Yeah. She's not got Searing Strike. So okay, that's so, that, so you've already done nine, and you have got two more yeah. attacks, and they're at minus one defense. Like even with just the setup of just tool up, it feels like she can get a lot of work done on her own. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because you joked before, guys, about how keeping tooled up in guild because it's funny, but now it feels very relevant. Yeah, before it's never felt particularly useful when you look at Blacksmith's playbook because you'd rather have extra results from instruction or pile driver, or you'd rather have gang ups or singled out just to hit the higher on the playbook because that's their tooled up. But now, tooled up is relevant. Good to hear. I mean, it was, definitely it was... wasn't relevant at the end of season three when Vetsinder was kicking off. Yeah, uh, not okay, at all. All right. Tooled up feels more money. Now. Yeah. And I think I've I've always loved Furnace and I love just having the big guy in the middle of the pitch where he can sort of hold hold down the middle of the field and then accidentally walk forward and score from eight inches out because people forget his long kick. Yeah, he's great. <clears throat> but I think I'd love to have a, a team built around Furness and Cast now. I really I'm going to be trying that, yeah. I'm dropping everything else and I'm on to Smiths. What are those yeah. Shepherds you've undercoated today? Well, <laughs> I will obviously be playing those when we can actually play games. Um, but playing in anger will be Blacksmiths. Why are you angry when you're playing? <laughs> uh, because that's a term used for when you're actually on it and doing it. It's just the thing. But when we played, we had so much fun. We weren't angry. Oh yeah, sure. sure, <laughs> sure, sure. Although you angry and just weren't showing it. The yeah. only thing that I'm looking forward to seeing is if the damage increase to this will actually be relevant. Because is Vet Cinder still going to be the person you take instead? Take take them both. So if you no. compare her damage track to Vet Cinder's, then like her damage track is better. It's that child. But I mean, I love Osinder. I've always loved Osinder. But I am now a little worried about Osinder. I don't, Why so would that be? I don't think you take Vetsinder for the damage track. But yeah, um, more of the place where you're taking it, I think maybe Vetsinder does what you're wanting done better. But we'll see. We will see. Yeah, it's just cast is so versatile. You know, she's going to get goals, she's going to get kills. She's getting the ball off of close control models. She's getting the ball off of guys that have camped in the corner. She is getting work done. Yeah. This only further exacerbates the problem, though, of where do you put all your inputs into a blacksmith's team? Yeah, and how do you pick a 12? Blacksmiths have one of the hardest jobs. Well, see, you say that. The more I talk about various guilds with different people, everyone says that about their guild now. Yeah, it's great. It's exactly where I know you guys wanted the game to go, where everyone's sitting there looking at a 12 just going, how do I choose what to put in? Uh... And I think we are getting close (laughs) close to that point, because I really don't know who I dropped from any of us now. I mean, I've got vague ideas with brewers and hunters, but blacksmiths is even harder than it was. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. (laughs) I mean, that is fundamentally something that we do want, is just it should be difficult. Like every single time you, every single time you're trying to make a list at twelve, you should be like really feeling the models that you're not taking. You know. Yes. Yeah, it should. Um, it should. 
it should be a really tough decision to leave almost anyone at home. Even if it's just a, but what if I come into that matchup where they're golden? Mm -hmm. Like, ideally, every model should have at least one matchup that you would really like them in, you know? Yeah, definitely. The end of the day, like, matches. The end of the day, still <laughs> is, um, kind of built on the idea of trying to give you interesting choices to make every t everywhere it can. You know? yeah, includes the selection. Absolutely, it comes back to that the the alien hair guy, the History Channel dude with the crazy hands in front of him, and it is personal preference. It is always now, I think, going to be the case. Less and less does it seem like there are even. Even sort of getting a twelve together, it doesn't seem like there's the oh these are the six. Whereas particularly, I think in season three, it was the this is kind of your six most of the time. You don't really change this an awful lot. Yeah. The more and more stuff it gets changed in season four, that definitely feels like less and less the case. Um, Should we move on to Cinder? Let's do it. The biggest scariest thing. So her death went up by one. Yeah, she lost unpredictable movement. Oh, but game steering strike. Yeah, yes, she did. So, <laughs> it's, I... I, she's not there for in my teams when I take her, which is a lot. She is, I would say, in ninety percent of my games, um, she ain't there for steering strike. She was there to pull the ball off someone from six with a free tackle auto tackle and then score which he can still do you know that's that's not changed but that putting the two inch aura on her from half Emily sorry on her from half and then having her just in the middle of the pitch I don't think it's free currently is it no he means what the the tackle yeah no no he means that no with like half instruction uh... yeah so now but now that attack is now free Oh yeah, because yeah, no, I understand. I understand. Sorry, when but, you said yeah, free tackle, then yeah. yeah. So forgive me, forgive me. I meant an auto tackle. Yes, it is now free, but the one influence I'm not too bothered about. I always had a one influence to get this done. Do you know what I mean? That was fine. But yeah, it's good. She's got so many great things. It's that unpredictable movement to keep her safe in the middle of the board. Yeah, she's got her own weird little version of tutelage, and I quite like. Yeah, no, it's it's in, she's really interesting, and I'm still obviously going to take her because I love her. Mm. It'll be interesting to see how she does. I I don't know if removing uh, unpredictable will make a massive difference to her, but then I haven't played her nearly as much as I as you have, Baz. What was your thinking, guys? We've taken that away. Taking away unpredictable. Yeah. Um, fundamentally, we weren't like because of how blacksmiths play. We weren't seeing it getting used that much. Oh, really? really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. The the honest answer there, like. Cool, cool. No, it was. I mean, it's for me. It's been cash money on first turn, two goals on the receive. Okay. Interesting. I don't really see the unpredictable going as too much of an issue. I'll be honest. Like, well, it was it was that ability to go with Bolt to do the jank with Bolt and Cinder. So Cinder is then sitting in the middle of the pitch with a two-inch unpredictable mm, mm -hmm. was really powerful. And then you'd score with Bolt, they'd kick out, she'd be in the middle or near the middle, depending on threats, and people would panic and be like, wait, I can't kick this ball out because she's just going to auto-tackle it. And mm. it would often 
mean clock pressure. It would often mean people would kick out badly and I could kill the ball or just tackle it off someone because people didn't get what was going on and I'd get two goals turn one. And that two-inch unpredictable kept her very much in the game. It was sometimes a nasty gotcha, even though you say to people, she has unpredictable movement. And you're like, do you understand she's got unpredictable? And people are like, yes, 100%. You'd put her in the middle of the pitch, they'd charge, you know, boiler in or whatever, and you'd go unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, sorry, you told me, yes, 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 you know. It just kept her alive. I mean, at 3-1, when anyone did go into her, she died straight up quick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I think, I think but, that's pretty inevitable. Like. Yeah. But it was, it was um, such an inherent part of my blacksmith's play, really. But I know that I play them different and wrong. Play Quite them wrong, very oddly. Like... Yeah. Never mind. Uh, she's still a 4-1 with a double dodge on two. Like, if she can get the yeah, counter-attack yeah, off, like, it's... Still disengaging. Yeah, I also really love the um, addition of Searing Strike. So I love the change to Kindled because that makes Kindled interesting now, whereas just dishing Mm. out the the Burning didn't really ever feel interesting. Um, Mm. So I love the addition of Kindled when in combination with Fast Strike. That's that's great. Um, And I think just adding more Searing Strike to the Blacksmiths just kind of makes it more of a Blacksmith's thing, which which I also really love. It feels fast happy. Yeah. I mean, we we definitely felt that the um, previously kindled was just kind of meh. Yeah, true. You know, definitely. Um, okay, I'm going to keep moving this on because obviously I recognise that we've already been a fair while and we do have a tendency to um, to chat for way too long about everything. Um, fair right. Yeah. So I'm just having a quick look to see if I've missed anything else. Is it just that A, she got faster, and B, her legendary is back to a um, pulse oh. rather than an aura? Mm. Yes, that is correct. I mean, you didn't even have to up her speed. If you just changed the legendary back to how it was, I'd be... That's brilliant. Mm. I, yeah, I used to love yeah. it as a pulse. I thought um, an aura was clunky and a bit of a pain in the ass to use. Um, yeah, now it feels nice because she can just... She can, yell everyone get faster and then go off and get you four points. so i think it'll be nice because i think you might start seeing more captain ferrite which completely died out after the the faris change was it the faris change yeah it was faris like i was captain ferrite the entire time Fer- faris comes out on the last on the last one it was like well i've never i haven't played ferrite since. i think a lot of it was um mm. the advent of captain amble as well yes yeah that was happening just at that time, wasn't it? It was. I think we were recording with you, Perkins, weren't we? Just as that had happened, and you were like, "We're making changes," but suddenly someone's just won an event with Anvil, and it was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. It was. It was just. It was just prior to season. Was yeah. Whereas, like, there's almost a universal law that as soon as we consider making changes to a model, someone will win an event with that or something. <laughs> you know, like, but. The the truth is, I still don't think she makes my twelve. Really? Yeah. Someone's got to get dropped. Yeah, exactly. And Faris has a two inch melee. You cannot underestimate that. She did. I mean, this girl is fast, and I love that she's so fast. But that the one inch is mitigated by that disarm because if you can get to cover, you go in on a striker. They think you're going to take the tackle, but you don't. You take the disarm. You're in cover. You've got the influence to then if she's captain, to then take the tackle after their counter, acrobatic away and score. That's how I used to play her. And that's not changed. But the consistency of 
the the the, the twelve inch run off of Faris, the two inch melee. I don't think I can. I don't think I can get rid of Faris for Ferrite. I think Faris is still my girl. Or now Furnace and go more fighting. Apparently, there was a way to give her a two inch melee in guild. <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> I, I get that, but. Traditionally, that's going on apprentices. Doesn't have to, though. No, I, I agree. I mean, I'm definitely going to try because I love. I've always. She was my captain from day one, so I will, of course, be trying her, and I look forward to it. But Faris is going to be tough to beat. Yeah, the nerf to Faris hurt, like the legendary thing, hurt. Which, and I get. We've talked about that before. That that's all fine. So. I think I can definitely see people switching back, but Ferrite for me is one of those ones. She's captain, or she's not a player. She's not in if she's not captain for me. Okay. So, and that means it's kind of easy for me to drop her from the twelve. I love her for Morts. I love her for Fish for Navigators because I think that disarm is very relevant into those teams. Shouldn't mm. all of your mm. captains feel that sort of way though? The if it's not my captain, it's not in. But you do have to take two others. If well, Furnace can be either, I think. Anvil can be either. I think I'd happily no. have, you know, they're fantastic as captains, they're fantastic as regular dudes. Faris, to a degree, isn't too bad because of that one-shot crazy run and score. Which I know Ferrite has to a degree. Hmm, interesting. So what were you thinking with her? We, what was your thoughts? Uh, really, we just want to make her a little bit more. Um, just bring the bring the pick rate up. Really, just make her life a bit. Just sort of, it's what we tend to term as quality of life changes. Hmm. Um, so just sort of bring her pick rate up a bit, and um, let us let us kind of. Fleecy on the table a bit more, you know. Mm. I genuinely hope it works. I really do, and I'm definitely going to try her. And I think a lot there will, of people... there will be. I reckon there'll be people um, that sort of go the old school tactic with her and and take her and do the legendary on the first turn. Yeah, uh, I remember people doing that quite a lot in the early days. The blacksmiths actually. That was basically uh... all I did was play her, play her like that dragon. Dragon Iron up and then popping the legend or popping the legendary Dragon Iron six. She goes up, gets four points, and then Iron comes in and tries to set someone up to die at the top of the next turn. That kind of thing. Yeah, I'd like to see that back. Um, yeah, cool. I think a lot of the people, a lot of the Smith players, play her into a few matchups. Like was it Steve Cole, I was talking to, said he plays her a lot into Fish because the disarm is really good there. Or it might be one of the Langtons actually. Might be Valerian. I mean, it is. It, that minus two tack on those models is crazy, especially on Navs when they're getting the rerolls off to reduce that ability is powerful. Well, mm. that, Navs hate this anyway. Or Terrible. <laughs> uh, <laughs> foreshadowing. Okay. But the fact with Ferrite and Cast together, the ability to take minus three tack off people is fucking disgusting. And now minus, I've just seen minus that. Minus four I'm, if they counter her. <laughs> True. I'm now actually more interested. Now I want to make that work. Everyone's minus three. <laughs> You're sounding more and more like me and John Barry. Be careful. At some point, you have to score points. Oh. Um, okay, cool. So, overall, Smith changes. Awesome. Cast. Bonkers. Love it. Yeah, what I'm going that? back to Smith's. Really excited to try him again. Can't wait. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought I was on Brewers at um, 
hunters for the foreseeable, but Smiths are tempting me. Smiths are tempting me. Damn straight. Um, speaking of brewers, I think you've pretty much nailed the change that was needed to Vet Decimate. I personally even think the um, Heroic could have just gone completely and she'd still be great. But mm. Mm. It, it going down to one inch completely, it just it halves that ridiculous drag back play style that she had. Um, yeah. Which is what the, made Brewers boring. Uh, the taxi was so oh, much what? fun. Shut up, Jonathan. <laughs> um, were, were there any other changes you considered to her and then sort of discarded? Uh, I mean, we went through a lot of. We did a lot. We had to do a lot of thinking about Vedesmail. That's probably that was actually one of the hardest models to into the Errata because we went through a bunch of different options of like, okay, could we do this? Could we do this? Could we do this? And at the end of the day, it just felt like um, it just felt like the the best thing to do was um, leave it alone leave it alone basically and just bring her down a little bit where it counted you know she she fundamentally altered the way brewers played from the way in my opinion and i think from what the the impression i got from you guys the way they were supposed to play which is someone goes forward stocks a rock and everyone piles on top of which is what tapper does so well he he plays how i kind of think brewers probably should which is he runs forward smacks someone down gets some badass auras up and, and everyone else just piles in behind him and kicks down the door, loots the room, takes everyone out. But she, uh, the, the the way the singled out guys, um, I've mentioned it before, the way the singled out guys put it, I think it was Steve Coles put it, that she was the one who would look suggestively at someone in the pub, walk outside, and when they followed her thinking they'd got lucky, there'd be 10 guys outside and they'd jump on that warm poor bar. <laughs> in fact, one of those 10 guys might be lucky. One of those two guys might be lucky, but <laughs> very good. Well, well, well played, Adams. Well played. Um, it it made it made the, them really boring to play because you got that the the situation arose where you had um, people playing Corker and Decimate would just bring someone into that Corker mix, and it made Corker getting to that turn three super turn so much easier because until he got there, no one else could touch the Brewers team, and yeah, they they didn't play how brewers felt like they should play and she felt like she wasn't a brewer and just that little change might hopefully bring her a little more i hope so um just because yeah like we're generally generally i'm pretty happy with brewers broadly speaking um the biggest problem with them is their internal balance Mm. and the fact that they have Essentially, like a set kind of what six, six or maybe seven models that you sum that you that you see, and that's kind of about it. Like you rarely see a lot of brewer models because a lot of them have very specific roles, and you need to bring them for those specific roles. You know? Yeah. Um, and we were trying to just. Broadly, make the taxi less of a thing, yeah. Because the taxi sucks. <laughs> like, hundred percent, couldn't agree with you more. It it, it got such yeah. negative. It got it, it just made it made your opponent 
unhappy and like yeah it's great to win a game but you don't want to win the game where your opponent's looking at you just hating your guts with their eyes uh exactly like it just it's not a good feel is it like no no absolutely not and it depends yeah. who your opponent is <laughs> <laughs> oh brilliant yeah i'm just yeah hopefully she just becomes more of a brewer now less less silly um yeah, I think that's really all there is to say. That because it was, it's a really small change, but it should do exactly what it needs to do, which is make that stupid taxi not so effective. Um, I mean, saying 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 oh, that go. you can still be eight inches away from where you start taxiing. Yeah, that's yes, good. it's but still there. Do that, and she didn't get touched, did she, Bryce? Hmm? Sorry. <laughs> Minx, I was just repeating just in case you genuinely didn't hear Minx can still get 8 inches away from the thing that she hurt and she didn't get any changes did she that's correct yeah yeah interesting uh, we actually changed we actually changed some of the quote marks on her card but we didn't put it in the official arrival oh so. okay so she, she's kind of been changed, <laughs> changed, just like just, just like Midas that kind of thing yeah absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> Dan and I have some questions about Esther's. So I'm going to get the great stuff out of the way because um, Aria going to a six-inch aura, brilliant. Love it. I mean, I was fine with it at four. I, Esther's was sort of my primary captain for the longest time. So just Aria getting even better, great. Love it. Nothing bad to say. Um, I'm terrified of it. My, my question, Bryce and Jamie, comes in the form of what the fuck is Voice of Command for and why does this exist? Uh, well, this was actually one of the very rare ideas I put in. Nowadays. Okay, uh, explain yourself. So explain, <laughs> explain yourself. Go. Show your work. Yeah, he well, came, he we, came we, down we, from we, his man. He came down from his management tower. <laughs> um, you know, like pull, like pull, got off his horse. I mean, uh, walked into the office, said, "Voice of command." I mean, it's not yeah, my fault that threw, my desk threw it at me. It's not my fault that my desk has stairs I have to walk down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, I just um, need more mega desk. I do, I do yeah. right. So um, yeah, the, the thought was if we're going to take away or try and dismantle the taxi, uh, the decimate taxi, then there's there's got to be something that the brewers have in return, right? They've got to have some other way to play, um, to play aggressively rather than just sort of sitting there in a death ball that makes waits for the people come to them. It's got to be a pretty decent ability as well for them to actually want to use it. Otherwise, it's just something that they'll they'll undoubtedly find a way to make a new taxi out of, continue to play too defensively. The game is quite fast and aggressive at the moment, so we want to give them something that, in a, in a slightly brewery fashion that makes them fast and aggressive. So, um, sure, you, it takes kind of takes a little bit of a leaf out of the festival playbook where um, you're, okay, you don't want to throw necessarily one before once, but maybe if you throw multiple models at the same time, then you're still, you're sort of moving the whole death ball at once in an aggressive manner. Um, so yeah, that's okay. where it comes from. I mean, I, I respect that rationalization, and I fundamentally disagree. <laughs> I I just think if you're kicking off with save at decimate, and you're doing the Esther's buff train, you can put plus two plus two move on decimate and um, uh, Hooper. You can get Spigot's Heroic up free. Great. Now your big pieces that you're putting all your influence through, for, through on turn one are both plus four, plus four move. Brilliant. That's money. You've then got two influence left, and you probably want to tool someone up, because why wouldn't, you, why wouldn't you tool someone up? Which doesn't leave enough influence for voice of command. And even if it did, you've got four on Desi, three on Hooper. You've got, let's say, f uh, the full six on Esther's. 
who else is doing anything that turn? What that I'll need to move forward for voice for Kabul. No, good question. Uh, I mean, there's, there's not necessarily just about like re and touching people with players on the first turn as well. It can also just be about throwing players forward at once. So when mm. someone's coming into you, they're not just hitting one player and easily able to scoop them. Out. Um, if they're hitting one player in a group of three or four, then it's much more difficult to sort of take that. I mean, I suppose down. it does sort of allow yeah, you to do it, this. It's throwing it, yeah, it's going to say it's throwing, it's throwing forward the brick, right? It's defensive mm -hmm. numbers, but playing it in an aggressive style. I suppose there is a fun thing you could do where you bounce everyone forward with staves, bombs, and then Esther's goes forward, pushes everyone further forward, and then clears them with uh, the heroic. That could be quite funny to get everyone sort of six or seven inches forward. Um, yeah, I suppose it's just perhaps it's me being set in my ways of how I play Esther's on the kick, particularly. It just, it, I couldn't, I couldn't, it didn't look like something I'd ever use, but. You know, I don't want to sit here bashing your guys' decisions. So that was just that was my perspective. Hey, you fully entitled to do so. <laughs> I, just, I, don't, I don't want to hurt, your, I don't want to hurt any any sort of feelings that your programming might allow you to simulate. Uh, you can't hurt me. I don't feel things. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I express emotion through the through the four shake weight gifts now. <laughs> <laughs> we, I mean, for any for for our listeners, there have been a multitude of shakeway gifts um shared in our discord chat while this has been going on um, this chat is going to stay on my computer for ages and if someone was to flick through this they're going to be so confused <laughs> <laughs> oh it's good stuff it's good stuff why not have a bit of softcore pornography while you chat about gilball that's what i always say <laughs> i mean sure i don't know for the voice of command thing it just feels I feel that that push is very expensive for two, and I don't see me using it. But I'm sure there'll be situations where you'll go, oh, it's really good now, and yeah. But I don't think it's worth writing home about. It'd be nice if I can come to you guys in a couple of weeks and say, actually, you know what, I take it back. I found Voice Command really useful. I mean, it's literally be, better uh... than it not being there. Yeah, I mean, there I have an option to use this thing. If it wasn't there, I didn't, so... There you go. It feels after turn one, it feels a little bit counterproductive because brewers tend to want to like clump up on things. Yeah, I yeah. don't want stuff going further away. <laughs> you know, I, I like the I like the idea of it. She charges past someone, starts beating someone up, and then after she kills someone, just to prove a point, pushes someone two inches backwards. My kill. But it only, no, it only pushes friendlies. That's what I mean. So you push your team back. Oh, what you say? Right, everyone, back off! I got yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't mean, need no crowd outs. Boom! That that is a ballsy move, and I would I would respect that play if I saw my opponent make that. Push the rest of the team away and just go in with Esther's <laughs> with four influence. Sure, absolutely. I respect that baller move. <laughs> if that to be fair, if that if you're on ten points and you've got like someone pretty low and she can get the kill with like four influence, but she's got six on her. That is a that is you doing I mean, really. You can ring out your own models with it. Oh yeah, if you're like, if you're, like push. 10, if you're ten two up and you just push three of your players off the field and then go in and get the kill. Oh, how good's that? <laughs> That's bad manners. That's properly bad manners. Um, yeah, there we go. I think we. I think that about. I think that covers everything for Esther's. Yeah, really... I'll be honest, when I was reading it, I couldn't. I couldn't think of a good place that I would be using it. So I went to the stupid places of where I could push my own team, and it was out of fucking uh, assistance range. I didn't think of off the pitch, but there you go. That's another reason. <laughs> I do also like how you can push your team out of Aria. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, you no, no, you can't, because it's a three-inch pulse, and if they're, hang on, you're an Oh, it's four-inch pulse, but three-inch push. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Strong. I can't think of a better way to use it. Um, oh, and the heroic play got an extra inch of range, which is really nice because now the chicken isn't a better Esther than Esther. I mean, the chicken still kind of is because he takes on the mascot slot. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, but Esther's does other cool stuff. Esther's is still Esther's, I still think. Although, I don't know, Tap, Tap has been my primary captain for a while. I, think I don't know, I still want to know where Fire Blast went. Uh, it went away because ranged brewers shouldn't be a thing. So shut up, John. <laughs> this that was was that the only time you really played brewers seriously was when they could do that stupid range play where like you could bring hemlock in as well. Uh, yeah, you didn't right. play. You didn't play me, did you? <laughs> no, I didn't. I, thank I can only apologise. Uh, the uh, the peck is strictly better than Esther's. Because it is a May on Peck, whereas it's not on Esther's. What, May removal conditions? Yeah. Why, why would you not want them? I don't know, but it's an option. Therefore, Peck is strictly better. <laughs> sure. Okay, you're literally... That is certainly an option, yes. That yeah. is correct. I guess... Most times I leave my own players on fire. Thank Christ. Yay, I can still it do all... that. It also lets you, uh, I guess, keep them a different name. Rather than That's having true. two things that do exactly the same thing, being called the same thing. <laughs> so you can keep one of your players diseased to go and give the disease back to the. Yeah, yeah. there we go. Yeah. So there we go. It's, it's got that really big use in um, in all those uh, farmers the... rats matchups that we're really struggling with. <laughs> cool. Nailed it. <laughs> um, you made pint pot better. Oh, I you. love new pint pot. Thank you so much. <laughs> I love Pine Pot, and he was so difficult to get into a team outside of, like, he was pretty... He was okay with Esters, he was okay with um, Tapper when you could sort of... Old Jake's is too influence onto him, but, oh yeah, I like his uh, I like his new playbook. It's exactly... It's almost exactly the changes I wanted made. To... Good. Yeah. Um, it was really cool. Um, just the number of, like, the kind of options that we had when we were... Looking at him, um, taunt was actually something that came up quite late in the day. Oh, Sorry. that was more dramatic than I thought. About it. Yeah, what was that? I was just no, Jeez. I had this. No, mind. I was just really excited about it. Yeah, go. <laughs> there was no shake weight gifts. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, let me put one up there. Again. It's because he's using an actual one right now. Yeah, in, yeah, his yeah. House. in conjunction with the special um, <clears throat> paint vibrator. Yeah. Anyway. Taunt. Uh, taunt, yeah. Um, so that obviously started a lot stronger um, because we tend to start things very... We, we tend to start things very powerfully and then bring them down as playtesting goes on. Mm. Um, so what did it start as? That was... Uh, I think it was range four and a three-inch push. Whoa, okay. Yeah. So it definitely got toned down. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Although that's... that's just... Like, that is genuinely the easiest way to playtest stuff. Mm. As, um... You, you start off with something that you know is probably obscenely busted. Yeah. And then, you you know, you go from there. Like, 
Um, you make it less busted. Yeah, exactly. And you bring it down, and you bring it down, and you bring it down until it's um, less busted, as you say. Yeah. Well, now it's just a really nice way to deal with a few problematic models. Like now, Pinepot doesn't have to worry about if he's got a two-inch melee opponent. He doesn't have to worry about unpredictable movement. When you consider that the knockdown has also moved down, he doesn't even really have to worry about counter attacks. Um, because it's your go. Uh, if you're the active player and you finish your advance, your taunt happens before their unpredictable move. Uh, so yeah, they would trigger at the same time, but you get to choose the order. Yeah. Oh, so they happen simultaneously. You get to choose. The... Correct. So I can say to them. They both taunt has triggered, but you can unpredictable move first. They unpredictable, and I get the, to then reposition them an inch. Basically, because they've and you've like it. Both of them trigger on you ending the advance. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And just because so this he... will come up, you can use it after a charge. Uh, yes. Yep. Oh, that's quite nice. So you can charge to at two inches and then taunt them into one. So it actually slightly extends his charge well, range. No, because then technically when you ended the advance, you weren't engaging, so your charge would fail. So it'd be only be on another model, right? That is true. You oh, would need yeah. to sprint, yeah. Okay, fair play. Because if oh, you charge an unpredictable was... model, then you don't fail the charge because you ended your advance while engaging. Correct, yeah. Mm. So he still can't catch Obulus, but all the one-inch unpredictable you can get to now. Well, he can catch Obulus, he just has to base Obulus. space. Yeah, yeah that exactly. was that was the reasoning for my question, really. Oh yeah, more of course. For the two inch for the two inch models as well, you can end if you end base to base with them, they go two. You can pull them back one. Mm. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Um, Point pot is a spicy meatball. I I really Indeed. like that he's now finally got the mom three on four, which almost all brewers have. Mm. Um, it really upset me that he didn't because it it just made him so hard to get the most out of, even though he could make potentially five attacks. Um, it, it just never hitting that three felt bad. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I really, I do really like that change. Um, yeah, I think. Oh, he got he got a non mom two push on two. That's a nice little change because now because yeah, his... do have. Yeah, his his two damage used to be on three, mm. um, and we felt that was just a little bit high for him. Mm. Yeah, absolutely agree. Um, because I get, I understand why it was difficult to to maybe give him that before when you consider that he had Rowdy and the potential of commanding aura, um, he, it could make his output too silly. But I think mm. in season four, ref things a bit sillier or or faster or hits a bit harder than it did. He felt like he wasn't able to match anywhere near the output of other damage pieces. Whereas now he might, which is quite nice. Yeah, yeah. Cool. See a lot more of paint pot on the table because oh, like he's not a model I've seen a lot at all in season four, um, but he's so cool. Like yeah, he's just a he's just a very cool model, and I, I want to see him more of him on the table. You know, and he's one of those pieces who works brilliantly with any captain, which not all um, players do. But I think you know um, the old Jakes and Commander Aura are great with Tapper. Um, the free heroic under Estes is great, and the Regenerating beer token slash free heroic. The regenerating beer tokens in Corker is is brilliant. So yeah, mm. I think that'd be really mm. nice. I do hope I play him more. Yes, I certainly hope you will. <laughs> um, um, John, just, you know, oh sorry, go. Or are we gonna go on from Brewers? Um, that was the plan, yeah. 
Yeah, so I've just had the, the warning from my fiance that she's wanting to put dinner on. Um, and I looked at my phone and I realised we have been talking for almost two hours at this point. <laughs> this this is a Roll Better episode, yes. You make a very fair point. We have so far managed to cover uh, ten cards. So we've managed to get about halfway through. <laughs> okay, H- how much time do we have with you? Do you need to <laughs> It's very, I need to leave very soon. Yeah, but, cool. yeah that's, that's perfectly fine. All right, we're um, going to go very quickly. Um, Ballista, did he get any really significantly interesting changes? Um, we have a combined re- two damage minefield, and Momentous Inspiration now uh, gives everyone a free bonus time. Yeah, that's pretty good. Like, which is really cool. Like, um, that free bonus time is super handy, like, particularly for Ballista himself. Because, like, we always felt he was fine as long as Deadbolt hit. Mm. But then, if he ever misses a Deadbolt, he feels like he's in real trouble, you know? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, in there. <laughs> so it should it should hopefully mean that we see more of Blister, whereas it feels like particularly um, Rivet has been pretty dominant for the engineers. So hopefully we should see now a, a bigger mix of uh, captains. Um, yeah. I mean, I definitely hope so. Yeah, like, Pinvice seems fantastic fun. Real fun. She she does. I like I like the changes. I don't know the trait. Uh, well, or machine is a trait now. Might make it does make it less powerful than having that super silly, stupid legendary turn. But it's probably a bit more useful across the game. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. And did she get a slight playbook rework or something like that? I think. Yes. 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 So. Ooh, yeah. She got quite a big playbook, playbook re- rework. In fact, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, rivet has been incredible you've made both other engineer captains better hopefully we'll see them um yeah. i think we will sorry one more <laughs> thing on pinvice controller now costs two and that makes me very happy oh yeah absolutely yeah. that's gonna be crazy oh my gosh yeah new pinvice is and stupid controller now, is now momentous tackle on one and you gave me momentous damage on two <laughs> fucking <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Combined damage results. All Sign over me up. No, fuck that. I've actually got the results I want in places I need, and the momentum's fine. Sign me up. Yeah, <laughs> that's. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Pinvice is brilliant. Yeah, now. she's great. Yeah. So Salvo took a little nerf. Is that because of his engineer's play, or more specifically, was that because of the miners' play? Uh both. Right. Um. I mean, have you seen? Have you seen a Miners or Engineer player in the last year not use Salvo? No. Uh, me? <laughs> but that's but, uh, one that's playing it properly? Yeah. <laughs> anyone who's doing it right has, like, Salvo is an auto Um Yeah, and it's great, to, it's great to move away from those. So it was just, he lost an influence cap. I get, it's not too, that's it really, isn't it? It's like, uh, yeah, make him just, less efficient. Simple as that. Yeah, just don't let him do everything. Yeah, else. we just bring him down just a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, um, again, it wasn't one that we wanted to do a ton on. It was just like a little, a little something. You know, yeah, just bring yeah, him yeah. down a little bit. We'll hmm. See how that works. It'd be, it'd be interesting to see if people don't take him or if he's just that good that he's still picked all the time. We'll see. We'll need to see. Yeah, I, I honestly don't know. Um, I do think that hopefully we'll see him less. Um, 
and just hopefully we'll see a few more kind of options come out of the engineers. Yeah. Because yeah. we no. very rarely, like, we very rarely, uh, like, engineers are another one of that, like, birds where they have quite a set, um, like, a set team that they tend to run. And, I mean, there's a few kind of flex models there, but I've seen people referring to engineers as one of the best, as one of the strongest minor guilds. Because they've just been playing like uh, Rivet and you know, yeah, they did. Um, um, Rivet team felt fairly Rivet Spade, Salvo, Colossus, Flex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. So, is it Matagi next? Oh, uh, it's one. Yeah. Of, it's probably my favourite change in the entire rata. I love I it. Do you think it's brilliant? Oh, go Dan. What's up? I was always a big fan of him, but yeah, Dan, go. Sorry, Matagi's one of my favourite uh, models. I my after Cooks, Falcons are probably like my second favorite guild. So you've lost the four imp cap, but in exchange, you've got a always free fast strike, and the mm-hmm. tackles on two. And in addition to that, you've got a combined Harrier dodge on one momentous. I love it. Love to see it. Yeah, Hawk Hawkeye is brilliant, and that combined result agreed is great. And now he has an achievable tackle. And uh, two hitboxes, I think, as well. Yeah, yeah yes, he did, he did two health as well, yeah. Oh, so good. Mm, he became a badass. I used to love playing Matagi in my Steeljaw teams. I just really liked him a four, uh, sorry, a sixth slot as my fourth squaddy. He was quite often my flex, um, particularly when mm. I started learning um, Steeljaw. And I just think I sort of phased him out for some other models, but now I think he could be coming back in because that is some... Spicy changes, I do like. That. I like the fact that mm. you often uh, used to put one on Matagi for the um, the fast strike or whatever, but mm. now the one on Matagi can either be maybe to threaten the tackle pass or to threaten the Harrier Mom two up to three. Yeah, mm. in Falconers at least. Yes, with um, bleed. Yeah, with bleed. Mm, interesting. I think it's a it's a great great set of changes. He should, I'd hope, a lot more. Oh, a lot. So, going on to minors, yeah, simple changes and blah blah blah. So, full disclosure, I'm still a salty prick over <laughs> the nerf from before. So, really, yeah, I'm that guy. So, Mules lost his mom damage, and Fissures, um, you're coming with me. They've got to be base to base. I like the the base to base one. Cool, absolutely cool. The mom damage. I am not one of these people who was managing get takeouts with miners, and I was. I think it's not actually that tough to hide the ball successfully. Not one. Like you can, they get one goal, and then you can stop them. And I know that. I feel that this is one of those guilds that people talk about when there's this whole balance for regular joes and balance for tournament players, and it feels like the miners are that guild. And it feels to me that's what these changes are about. But I don't know. Yeah, it's the I think I mentioned I mean, this before. Like it's there's there's a really interesting statistic for the miners where they're the only guild to have been nerfed and then immediately have their win rate increase. Yeah, is yeah. that because Fraser started uh, playing them? Which we don't think has ever happened in the history of the game. Oh, no. I mean, it's only it's only one percent. Yeah, but, but yeah, Fraser didn't start playing them for about six months after the Arath. It was actually slightly more than six months before Fraser started playing them. It's, it's they're in an interesting uh, place. It's, it's like um, I think Matt mentioned on uh, Matt Hart mentioned on his interview with um, Single Out recently that it, it, 
needing to balance for the top end um, tournament play it can be great and then sometimes can lead to situations where stuff gets balanced into a point where it looks bad but it, it isn't it just kind of needs to be like that and I think I kind of get where Barry's coming from because I think I don't think necessarily Mule needed to change but I don't engage sorry I don't play a lot of minors so it's quite possible that it was getting a bit oppressive the thing that you also have to really sort of look at, if I'm honest, is um, like miners have had a sixty, have had a sixty to sixty-one percent win rate for the last year. Yeah, like no guild in the game has had that high a win rate for that long a time. Yeah, um, and quite frankly, like that to me is a pretty, a pretty significant sign that there was something. Yeah, fundamentally, is causing an issue. I, I can't disagree with those numbers. I just anecdotally, for me, it doesn't match up. You know, so you can't, but you do. Well, I ha- I can't agree with Bryce's <laughs> numbers. Like, math doesn't lie, but seeing them on the table is a different thing for me. I just don't get it. Like Yukai's got better damage than Shaft. I Battle Shark's better than Shaft. I don't understand how people were getting these takeouts and now it's harder because Mule, who was the one guy that might be doing it, doesn't have mon damage. Um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I was dropping Mule every now and then. The big thing with the miners is that they don't die when they try and do it. Yeah. Right. That's a fair point. Sure, but they're not going to do it when they try. <laughs> Whereas, like... They do. I, I, well, it just feels if you guys got, got a mom three... It's a non mom three, but yes. Non mom three, sorry. He's got a three. Shark's got a three. They're the football guilds. Shark doesn't. He so just not, it's not really coming three. from the captain. But Shark still has mom damage. He do. He, he's, he's two's <laughs> on four. And it's just, I'm not hitting it. Fair enough. If you're going to um, say, fine, I'm going for takeouts, then you've got your, you've got Colossus. And he's Colossus probably in instead of Mule now, probably. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, th- this one beggars belief, but I cannot argue with your numbers. So that's that. I'm just still going to be a salty prick. We're going to steam through <laughs> the last few bits because, as as Bryce points out, we talk like we're all better because we are, and we're going to take up the news. Um, John, do you want to go through the um, nav changes really quickly, seeing as you're the one who plays them? <laughs> uh, two seconds. Is that what he does? Uh, let me just let me just minimize. Wow, and open up the car. Is that what's happening? No, I actually had to lean forward on my chair because I've been leaning back the whole time. Oh, I see. I actually have to read <laughs> the cards. You made me yeah. lean forward. Um, oh, Azimuth, John, come on. Azimuth. Here we go. Bop, 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 bop. What are the changes? Azimuth is two four now. Happy days. I don't mind an extra extra influence. That's always nice. Um. Yeah, I, I like all of the changes with it, I'll be honest. Having the push a bit lower down, uh, well, a bit lower down on two. <laughs> yeah, sign me up. Being able to reposition stuff, Azimuth has always been the kind of person that I've just always chucked forward. I've played Azimuth, I think, near enough every game of Mort, uh, Mort, Navs that I've played. So any changes to Azimuth where I'm getting lower down momentous results, I really like it. I mean, I've got rerolls and I'm still missing shit, so sign me up. Yeah. Ooh. The the reason was quite deliberate on the um the choices that we made. Um it was because in the instance of like he, he we wanted a lower down push, but the higher up push 
was on um, five. And often that meant that if he was attacking an enemy model in cover that has one armor, he can't hit the push in order to get them out, in order to get them out of cover. You know, so it's kind of a it's kind of a catch twenty two, if you like. Yeah, no, hundred um, percent. The one thing that I felt with Navs is as soon as you literally start denying them dice, they're fucked, and you've got nowhere pulling it out of it. At least with that now as well, you come up against blacksmiths that are playing um, Sentinel or whatever. I could actually start interacting with your model. With Azimuth, I was always finding that I couldn't interact with you because I was never hitting the five unless I was charging. And if I was charging with my um, free one from Windfinder, I it just still wasn't good enough, and I didn't want to use my charge result on double push. But mm. now having the single push and the double push, it means I can take it after the charge result as well, if that makes sense. So you can aim to get your uh, momentous netted dodge in, and then when you dodge, you can then start momentous uh, pushing them out, which is nice. If is you can get momentous double push, for example. Otherwise, you can always just take the moment, non-momentous push just to so solve your shit. If you, um, if you put full speed ahead onto Azimuth, it's kind of like you're saying, okay, for this turn, Azimuth's my captain and Windfinder's a squaddy. That's kind of <laughs> how it feels now, because I think with the playbook changes and the four influence cap, he's doing even more. I mean, he was he was a brilliant core player of that team already, but now I just think he's fast. I just think, he, I think it just means that he starts to threaten more, whereas mm. before, like, just jamming everyone in cover or making sure that the, uh, you had enough to not worry that much, if that makes sense. He he wasn't as influential as he could be, but now people have actually got to be wary of him a lot more because on that charge, if I'm able to set up turn one and I get a free charge and get a double push, and then I get oh, sorry a, a netted uh, dodge, and then I double push you, double push you, I'm starting to play taxi again. You can see what I'm doing, and it's going to be great fun. <laughs> but talking of influential players, Eb, Eb is the one. That's... Is he an auto include now? Yes. Mm. I feel no, like in in the matchups, in, 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 that include thing, in the matchups that you need yeah. it. Mm. Oh, you have armor that I think you're going to either bunker the ball on, or I want to get round. I'll be taking Eb. You're playing a football mm. team where I'm not that fussed about your armor. I'm not going to take Eb. Is that what you were going to say, Dan? Dan? Yeah, scare him. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, yeah. You might have made him jump. But yeah, I think I agree. I think into the into matchups like blacksmiths, where already they were having a bit of a rough time, and um, sprung a leak, changing to minus two armor did a lot to help that. Being able to sprung a leak certain players and give another player anatomical precision for the turn, just yeah, spread around that ability to so deal powerful. with armor. So powerful on these guys. Absolutely. Yeah. I, feel, I was just going to say, it feels like I thought navs were going to get more changes because I needed it. But then when you see sharp eyes. It feels like everyone got above. Yeah, definitely. And I think Navs were, you know, one of the, the, the lowest win percentages, if not the lowest win percentages in the game. So they definitely needed some help. And I think this could be this could be the changes they needed. Have you talked about how Grasping Earth uh, gets around Gluttmass as well? No. no. As a, um, not gets around it, but uh, it gives Navs a spammable character play to pop Gluttmass with, which is nice. Yeah, uh, yeah that, is, that is very deliberate. Like, because we knew one of Nav's biggest weaknesses is if they just stick the ball in a resilient model. Yeah, because, as, as if the opponent mind. does that, because navigators have no, up until now at least, had no kind of good way of triggering that. Yeah, absolutely. 
Mm. But you, you had one good way. Yeah. You just burnt your soul when you said that you were using I Spy to get rid of resilience. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, I, I think we can define that under no good way. <laughs> and I, I don't think Smooth the Way got used a huge amount anyway, no. so I don't think that change is one that any Navigators player will complain. I mean, we never really saw that one used at all. Like, it was kind of a nice thought, but yeah, unfortunately, it just wasn't a particularly useful play. Mm. Um, so I don't think anyone's going to mess that, you know? Totally. Okay, we're nearly there. Home straight. Here we go, Bryce. You can leave. <laughs> my my fiance is like coming through and looking at me, and I'm like, just glaring. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, like I'm really sorry. These guys are just awful. from the south. <laughs> these guys just these guys just won't stop talking. They like... just, their enthusiasm for the game is frankly irritating. Um, <laughs> so forward minions got changed to a three cost character play. It's now also an aura rather than a pulse. Yeah, um, I was playing as an aura the entire time, and I did not realise. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a significant uh, change. It's, I, I mean, I would call it a big nerf. It is a big nerf, but I still think it's an incredibly powerful play, particularly on those big kick turns, which is what Greed was doing anyway. You know, he was he was your kicking pressure captain. So I, I still think it's um, it's fantastic. Yeah, I mean it's still obviously a very strong play. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 bloody quick foot for your whole team. Alternatively, it's just spigots heroic nice. with extra damages. <laughs> yeah, but it's bigger. So, so it's we now know area. roughly the effective cost of spigots heroic. Yeah, so he's a seven influence <laughs> player. That seems about right. Um, did he get any playbook changes? No. Uh, he is now tack four down from tack five, which is really yeah. tack five down from tack six. Agreed. Yeah, which is kind of okay because now he's not a brewer. Um, yeah, he doesn't he doesn't rap on his own, um, which is probably probably needed. Um, I don't think he got any other changes to the back of his card, did he? Apart from the change to um, uh, Lance. Uh, sorry, no, his tack because Lance um, buffed that. Tack, his tack came down just because he effectively had a had a brewer playbook, mm. um, and he yeah he was just doing a little bit too much damage basically. With Lance and shelling out, he's got enough ways to buff his own tack. Probably uh, fine. Yeah, yeah, we we just felt that was kind of unnecessary to be honest. Yeah. Um, um, well, that's it. I mean, all I've got to call out the elephant in the room, which was going to be in this. You cut out a couple of times. You there. cut out when you said that. Oh, <laughs> Who is it? We're in suspense. <laughs> Who, Barry? We're so excited to hear. <laughs> Minx was going to be in this because she feels dirty. Do you Mate. feel that she's kind of cool and it's not a problem? This is I, can't, I can't hear anything that anybody's saying, so I'm just going to go and answer the question, <laughs> which is um, yeah, we, no, talked, we talked about uh, like, we talked about Minx quite a bit. Realistically, like we, we looked at Minx a lot, obviously. Um, because she is something of a boogeyman at the moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but we didn't. We just honestly didn't think um it warranted us taking a look, like because we know that obviously um vet like vet greeters obviously in union generally are doing very well, but we didn't like. Blackheart and obviously Vetrage, I mean Vetrage is still pretty good, but Blackheart's doing less so. Yeah. Um and we didn't want to unnecessarily punish 
um, Black Art or V Rage, and so Minx is like we'll sometimes refer to models as being on a list. Um, so they are models that we're kind of we have our eye on, but we're not changing yet. Cool. Okay. Um, and so that's basically where Minx is living at the moment. Is Rivet also on that list? list. <laughs> no, actually. Oh. Yeah, Dan, what do you know? I don't know. <laughs> Rivet's the one I always hear being complained about. Yeah, I'm very conscious that we've taken up all yeah. of your time. Um, yeah, please let your uh, fiancé know, sorry, not sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> taken up quite so much of your afternoon and now evening. Um, yeah. And thanks so much, guys. Really appreciate it. I'm really like the cards out and playing models on the table when this is all over and we can actually see people again. Yeah, it's. I cannot wait to see people again. Like, <laughs> yeah, to actually be able to play with actual models on a board rather than on a bloody monitor. That's going to sure. be exciting times. I've tried teaching what? my cat. It doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Luna is shit at Gilbal, mate. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right well nice one thank you very much for joining us guys bryce go and enjoy your dinner um yeah it's, it's great i think it's a really good errata we're really hyped for it when we can all play gold ball again it's going to be even better when we can do it face to face um and it's just nice to see sort of continued uh changes to gold ball that really seem to be taking into account you know what's what's happening because i think a lot of people seem to be on the train of Gilball isn't getting enough support at the moment, and I don't necessarily fully agree with that, although I understand where they're coming from. But I think things like this, where there's clear changes that are going to improve the health of the game, are just great. Glad to hear it. Yeah, cool. All right. And we'll Perkins, when's your birthday so we can buy you a shake weight? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry, not, not your birthday. When were you when were you manufactured? Oh, the manufacture date. Well, <laughs> uh, that's a secret. Um, the, the, the official history. The official history of my birthday is January. We'll get you a shake, wait. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. Thanks a lot, guys. Um, thank you for your time. I hope everyone who's listened to enjoyed it, even though we went on to the start and then maybe rushed it at the end to get it out before Bryce's fiance got angry with us. Um, we that time you... passed a long time ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. She pissed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good luck, Bryce. Uh, Enjoy dinner! <laughs> and please do roll better. <laughs> um.